It's the Central Weekly, a weekly podcast from the Central Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know already, that hey, hey is our creative arts pastor, Eric Lyde. Isn't that what John does every time? Like he, he hasn't always has done like, it since like he hasn't he done it since episode thirty. Yeah. I was starting to turn that down, yeah. and I think he got like the picture, but yeah. I didn't want him to stop. I just yeah. didn't want it to blare people's ears. Yeah. But hey, I'm glad you're here, Eric Lyde. Me too. Episode eighty one, eighty one. Holy Weekly. smokes, that's I a know. lot of episodes. And uh, this is the point of our service where we just say, "Hey, we're glad you're here." And we're glad you're uh, doing what you're doing. Uh, this is a podcast, not a service. But gotcha. here's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we're in week two of the Body of Believers. So we're mm-hmm. looking at hands. So Eric, first and I are going to talk about some hands. <laughs> um, a little bit, too, about also about what we're in the middle of with this Body of Believers, a fall churchwide series from the youngest to the oldest. It's really neat because I think you just stopped. We're actually recording this on a Sunday morning. We are. You are not uh, worshiping actively as a leader on stage. No. Um, you are just a. I actually just got out of doing kid depot. fourth and fifth grade boys small group. Oh, in really? Kid depot. Yeah, wow, we just pulled you out from the trenches. Yeah, that's good. So uh, that was fun. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you're looking for a way to, a way to be the hands and feet yeah, you of should Jesus, go to. You need to. Be, you need to volunteer. In kid I would depot. like to be able to lead worship next weekend, so you should yeah. go volunteer in Kid Depot. And, but that's not the reason why you didn't. No, but <laughs> let's let the people think that that's why that I I was unable to do my job this week because they needed volunteers. There in kid needs depot. to be some fear. And exactly. Fair and, and maybe people don't want me doing that, so they maybe, may yeah. uh, that may be the wrong way to phrase it. Yeah, they're like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> wait a this minute. Is how we get this them is out. how we get them out. But here's the cool thing. Uh, Eric and I, we actually just got back from a conference called the Belonging Co. Conference. Yeah. Um, really great conference in Nashville. You found that because uh, you you know, you know pay attention a lot to their worship music. Mm-hmm. Um, we play a lot of their worship we music. We do. Yeah. And it was a really great conference. I said, let, I, I've always said this to people who would be asking me today. They said, how was it? And I said, it was less of a conference, more of just like three days of church. I Yeah, I felt like it was, I mean, it was just the most, that's what I was trying to decide because I knew like my wife was going to ask yep. me. I was like, how am I going to yep. describe this to Adrian? Yep. I was like, it just, it, it was quite possibly three of the most spiritually intense days of yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. I said, one of the speakers, we said, um, it was like he was in third gear for so long and he didn't let up. I almost needed to take a mental break, and I think I missed some stuff. Yeah. But then he was like in fifth gear when I turned back on my mind because it was. I just remember we we had dinner um, after one of the sessions, and people were kind of chatting about what they learned. Eric just looked exhausted. Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> like, I was like, because you're trying to. I mean, it was all just so good, and you're trying to soak it all yeah. in, and you're trying to figure out like, all right, God, you know what? What was I supposed to hear in that, or what was I and. Yeah. You know, there's just always so much, and yeah. you're also trying to not be, you know, like not hear stuff. When you go yeah. to a conference, it's easy to, to pick out stuff that you don't need to yeah. focus on, you know. Yeah. And you're, but yeah, I was, I was by last night, I was mentally, mm-hmm. I was just, or that what yeah. was like yesterday afternoon, afternoon. at lunch. Yeah. I was just like, I just don't want to talk. Like, yeah. I just, want, I'm, I just need yeah. to be still. I just need to be still. Uh, but just yeah, thank you for you know that's you know getting that going, Eric. And I just I felt it was definitely true. I think um, their leader Henry Seeley, he said, you know, this is not an event, this is an encounter. And I really felt mm-hmm. um, the encounter of God and and uh, in so many ways during that conference. So um, so let's chat about hands. Now yep. you have not listened to this sermon. I have not. I have. Well, this should be fun then. <laughs> so John, uh, he <laughs> feels died. like a trap. I mean, the the amount I ah, the amount of jokes already in hands, and I feel like he's it, it's just going to be piling them on all series it's, long. It's going to be a brutal series yeah. for us when it comes to John and puns. Yeah, and uh, Doctor Barry's full steam. That's you're the creative genius behind Doctor yeah. Barry. If people didn't know, I'm trying to beat John to the punch on <laughs> yes, some of those. On some of those yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so John has nothing left when the sermon starts. But John had five things, and of course, because there's five, five fingers, fingers that feels uh, like but a he had the hands are made, and he said, connect, care, hold, work, and worship. Um, and gosh, I really like the connect because we all need this. And he made a good explanation there about saying how um, Jesus physically connected with Peter in the water and pulling him out. And we need to be doing the same thing with the people around us. Um, if we're, and I think the big things, and I think he might get into this a little bit in feet, um, which I, I hate feet, by the way. I just, mm-hmm. well, um, not a f- foot person. Um, but hands, on the other hand, we got to be doing. And this isn't a thing where our, you know, works, but our works carried out from our heart. And just like he talked about with the giving a couple weeks ago, that the our giving is a motivation from our heart. Like you guys have been talking about with the the blessing. If you haven't checked that out yet, make sure to check that out. They probably all have already. Um, you're gonna drop next uh, tomorrow. Technically tomorrow. Tomorrow you're gonna drop the third part three, the of, final, the part final, three and final praise of, podcast. Yeah. Not not the final episode of the praise podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> no, 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 no. The blessed life but, that we've been doing. But gosh, and it just so many so many things. The same thing. It's all about the heart, and that's what God gets at every single thing. And I think the heart lesson for um, the body of believers is going to be, I think, an impactful one for a lot of people. Yeah, I uh, just looking at your list there. I mean, obviously, I the one that that really actually that I would not like to care. Yeah, and I was just live here sitting through that and thinking, but like, I mean, that really is, um, the, the physical touch part of it. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. the care, like how, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like simply giving somebody a hug, a pat on mm-hmm. the back, you know, like yeah. I think we can underestimate even just that element of, yeah. of that. So I, 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 that's a good one. I would not have thought of that. Kind of going into the, our minds, I know where they're kind of at right now with what we saw at the conference. And she said, Alex Seeley, about their church and really the, the church in general, she said she was called to start a church in Nashville because uh, she felt that she needed uh, to get to help get the bride ready for Jesus's coming. And in order to get the bride ready, we've got to make a difference in our communities and in our culture and where we live. And how we do that best is by caring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this world c- pretends to care. Um, yeah. And it, it can be pretty good at pretending to care. Oh, but I think it's a hard yeah. thing. And it's it's it, it just all comes down to selfishness. And if we aren't being selfless and leading like Christ and pulling people up, um, it's it's just going to—nobody's going to want to be around a church or a people or a group of people that aren't caring. Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's all great. And it's— yeah, that's all. That's all really good, really good stuff. So let's get into this. Um, tell a little bit about uh, Eric Lide, How Central's made a difference in your life? <laughs> Loaded question. Um, man, I mean, just I would not be sitting here no. across from you mm-hmm. on this microphone. I mean, if it were not for for Central and the people within it. Um, I mean, I've. I mean, I've, I don't know if I've told this story on here, but I mean, I've I've attended Central since sixth mm-hmm. grade. So I mean, I've really pretty well yeah. from the majority of my formative years in my life grew mm-hmm. up in this church. And so, I mean, any, a lot of what I know about the Bible and mm-hmm. what I've been taught about faith has come from this place. Um, opportunities that I've had, you know, to do a lot of things that I would never have gotten the opportunities to do, you know, whether yeah. it was leading worship with John someplace, whatever, obviously the current role that I sit in now, <laughs> um, you know, is, ha, would, I mean, I just, I would never, I would never have applied for the job that I'm in yeah. now. And so, like, I just, I know for a fact that, I mean, if it was not for this place, yeah. that I, I would not be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it has had a um, just life-altering in a good way yeah. impact. I mean, it's, I, yeah. I, I know for my family, for eight, I mean, I met my wife here, mm-hmm. or, or, well, not necessarily yeah. here, but I mean, you know, <laughs> she, know her. she was 
she grew up here as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, our kids, you know, this place is now foundational and teaching yeah. our kids. I mean, of course, working here, they basically live here. So, yeah. I mean, like they, um, the relationships that they have and the way people care yeah. for them here is, yeah, it's just, it is, it, it has been, a, I mean, a, a difference maker in my life for sure. Yeah, formative. Formative, yeah. Um, and that's the cool thing about the next, we got five stories, uh, Chapel Davis, Bria Campos, Hope Moffitt, and then Jennifer and Jimmy Bass. Those are all good. Um, and it's neat that you were talking about that because Chapel can kind of follow a little bit about your pattern. Yeah. I mean, he literally was a baby. Yeah, he was, um, <laughs> he was birthed here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's neat to now know what Chapel's doing, just a similar look for you and just how formative the church family was. And that's our prayer for yeah. all of these generations of kids that are calling Central their home. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, and I don't, uh, not to hijack it, but I, mean, I think that that is that really is a testament to, you know, when Central says, you know, they, they care about, you know, student ministry, mm -hmm. kids ministry, like mm -hmm. half of our staff grew up in this church yeah. and, you yeah. know, it came through that. And so, I mean, it's, it's really like, you never know, um, you know, like when we talk about needing volunteers in Kid Depot, mm -hmm. like, you know, I was just sitting in a class with fourth and fifth grade boys. Like, yeah, I have zero idea that the next Jared might be sitting in, oh, that, no. you know, the next me might be sitting in that. The next yeah. John might might have been sitting in that group. You probably have you know? to tell them to be quiet if they are. I, I, there was there, there was a couple. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple. But yeah, so that's and Chapel falls right into that same yeah. that same line. Do we have two songs at the end of this service that we're in the middle of yep. or one? So I can we can continue to talk. Our God reigns is getting okay. ready to come okay. after this. Good. So let's now, but we are this is crazy if people don't know what's going on. So now we're gonna hear in the podcast, we're gonna hear Chapel Davis and Bria. Uh, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about them. So we'll let you hear their voice memos about how Central has made a difference in their life, and then we'll be right back. So here's Chapel Davis, and then followed by Bria Campos. Man, oh man, how has the Central family played a role in my life? Well, for starters, uh, I was raised in this church, and I think it's kind of neat to see just from being a baby in the church to where I am now and everything that's getting ready to happen. It's just, it's been a super huge blessing because without the church and without Central, I don't think that I would have realized the importance that the calling of ministry played in my life. Um, I really got plugged in to Central truly in middle school is when I started volunteering and doing all sorts of things, going on trips and all that good stuff. And then as I was doing, uh, as I was in middle school, that's when I started to realize, I was like, man, I kind of really like being a part of church and helping out and uh, studying the word and all that. I thought, well, maybe I should be a preacher. And I thought, you know, maybe that'd be good for me. And so that was always in the back of my mind. And um, I started, you know, infusion. And I mean, Trevor Isle has just been a mag just a magnificent impact on my life. Just huge. Um, just his leadership and guidance when he was youth pastor, uh, and in charge of fusion, uh, he just took me under his wing, really took anybody in that infusion under his wing for that matter. And just really, uh, just pointed me in the right direction of what was important. And, um, I mentioned that I, you know, wanted to be in ministry to him and, uh, just ever since I mentioned that to him, he just kept that in his mind and kept pushing me to be better and do better. Um, when I was in high school, I started volunteering uh, in Kid Depot and just Ashton and Phoebe and everybody in Kid Depot. Uh, they really uh, plugged me in and got me uh, just tied in with all the kids and um, really allowed me to lead in there and uh, just get, you know, experience preaching to younger kids, ministering to younger kids. And of course I get to do jingle jam and fantastic and recharge 
all that great stuff. And it was through high school with Trevor and him and Phoebe helping me get plugged in to Kid Depot and doing all that, that I really realized, I was like, man, I just love children's ministry. I like being goofy. It's super cool to teach to the kids because even though, you know, they're young and a lot of people think they don't understand it, um, they do and they get it and it's awesome. And it's so cool to be a part of that and just to have fun. And so, uh, I get out of high school and don't know what to do with my life. Trevor calls me, says, Hey, you want to be a resident at central? I said, sure. Why not? And that was one of the best decisions that I ever could have made because now it's leading to such a big and exciting chapter coming up with Carbondale and doing all that. So without central and just without all, I mean, I could go on and on about the people who have impacted my life. Lucas Crawford, Trevor Isle, Hayden Paninski, Jared and John, um, Maria, Phoebe, um, Amra. I mean, just endless amounts of people who just have done such a great job of pouring into the young people at Central. And I think it's cool because now we're seeing the fruits of that, of the people who poured into the younger generation, because now you look around, look at how many young adults are leading within the church, even high schoolers now in Kid Depot. It's just super cool. And it's just been a super huge impact on my life on how much Central cares for the young believers in the church. And just, they see the young people as an investment for the kingdom because we're the next generation and that's kind of transferred over into my life. And that's how I feel about, you know, all the kindergarten, fifth graders, preschoolers, middle schoolers, whatever it may be that those, those, these kids are the next generation. And so all this to say without central, I would not be in the spot I am without the people of central. I would, who knows where I would be just without the love and care that everybody at central has poured into me and poured into the young people at that church. Uh, it's just a great place to be. And man, we got it going on and the Lord has blessed us. And I just pray that as a church, we continue to move forward. We continue to pour into the next generation and we just continue that we continue to remember, Hey, it ain't about us. It's about Jesus. Everything that's happening, all this big movement is about Jesus. So I love Central. I love the people of Central, and I wouldn't be who I am today without it. When I think about how the Central family has made a difference in my life, I can think of numerous instances. Um, But three that really pop into my mind are, um, first, when my husband and I were first married, we joined together with um, a few other couples and started a Bible study group that was in 2017. And um, this Bible study group has really become our core group of friends. There have been so many people who have joined, even people who have moved on. Um, we've stayed very connected with, and it has been such a blessing to do life with those people. We have been able to um, raise all of our kids together, and it's so important and so nice to have friends who are raising kids and want to do it in a God-honoring way and to be able to get advice um, and just do life with those people. So that has been huge. Another example I can think of is when I was pregnant with my son, I was put on bed rest at 34 weeks due to a medical complication. And because of this, I wasn't allowed to do anything. And the day after I got this diagnosis, I had women from church showing up at my door, 
bringing us meals for the next three weeks until I was in, in, induced. And most of these women I, I had never even met, but they were willing to you take their time, their money, their resources and make meals um, and drive them over to my house without even knowing who I was. And some of those women I still talk to at church because of of their generosity in meeting them here at my house. Um, and then finally, my husband and I are in the beginning stages of becoming foster parents. Um, and I feel like that's an endeavor that can be very isolating and scary, definitely scary. And there have been so many people in ch- in the church who have been willing to reach out to us to help us in any any way give us advice and um I can honestly say going into this we don't feel isolated which is huge um but yeah those are just a few examples of how I have seen um this community at church become a family uh, just really neat to hear Bria's story. I think a lot of people have heard Chapel's voice, but to hear Bria, we love, love, love the Camposes. Yep. Um, Francisco, he works IT, and you probably heard him story his story on the Central Weekly and the Praise Podcast. Yeah. Um, but it was neat to kind of hear Bria. Yeah. And Bria just, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bria is just a super. She's a super special person, and you know, like for all the people on that are. I mean, I guess your know, Fran is considered on my staff. Yeah. You know, like uh, on our team and. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a very demanding yeah. uh, job mm-hmm. and, you know, just the, the spouses of our team, I'm always so yeah. appreciative of because yeah. we ask specifically, I ask a lot of mm-hmm. our, our people a lot of times. And yeah. so, I mean, and Bria, you know, like Fran, I'm sure there's plenty of times where she could give and she might every now and then, but she, she could give, does. she could give <laughs> Fran, you know, a lot of, but she's just, uh, she gets it. Yeah, like she she, does. she, yep. she gets it. Yeah, and, and just her stories about how she's been in groups and how they've been playing a formative impact, and then now they're embarking on their foster care journey. Um, and just I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that in so many more families because mm-hmm. yeah, what a perfect family yeah, to do that. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. So, um, and one more thing about Bria, it's she's a McKenzie, and McKenzies are the real deal. They are. So, okay. As much as we like to give James a hard time, yes. they are the real deal. <laughs> now, speaking of the real deal, Hope Moffat. Are you ready for Come this, on. people? Come on. Uh, you do not need to turn up your, your no, volume. It's going to get loud. Uh, a lady that is just a force in our church, um, a force behind a lot of things, but then she'll get up front and then she'll lead. But a lot of times she's, I think, the most, it's funny, formative for so many people uh, from the way she leads from behind stage. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about them afterwards or not here. Yeah, we can, we, but we can but, do it now. <laughs> but I was just, if, I mean, at, uh, we keep referencing conference, which I'm sure uh-huh. is annoying. <laughs> uh, like, I wasn't there. <laughs> Move uh, on. But, you know, they, the, one of the speakers was talking about, like, spiritual mothers. Yeah. You know, like, yes. being in the church. Yep. And, like, yep. hope 100% came to mind for me mm-hmm. is that. Like, she is, she is a source of encouragement. Yeah. She is... Uh, I mean, just a source of wisdom, mm-hmm. and for me, especially in my role and what she did. And yeah. so, I mean, hope is talk about real deal, mm-hmm. real deal. Yeah. Okay. So here's Hope Moffat, Jimmy Bass, and Jennifer Bass, and I can't wait to talk about them. So here they are right now. Coming to Central, I thought I would just sit quietly, and you know, nobody would ever notice me. But the amazing group of people that I 
kind of sat around, just began to actually encourage me to sing in the choir and from the choir, you know, and work in uh, Kid Depot. And so I got to know people by getting involved. And the more I got involved, the more I wanted to be involved. It was amazing having a family that actually missed you. Our church is big, but as you get involved, it gets smaller and smaller. And so as we get got to know people in the church, people began to ask, you know, how my mom was, knowing that she was sick and come alongside me when I lost my sister and our women's group, just a group of women praying over you, pouring into you and, you know, coming alongside you when you have so many things going on in your life. The community of our church just came along and made me a stronger Christian. At first, you know, I thought I was a strong Christian, but after attending Central and uh, feeling the the power of the Holy Spirit pouring into me through other people, my walk with Christ has become so much stronger, more than I ever could have even understood it to be because of the body of Christ, because of Central, because of other people within this church during hard times in my life, coming alongside me and walking and doing life with me. I will never be the same. I love my church. The Central family has been part of my life for almost 20 years now, the longest I've ever been a part of a church family. I became a member of the church along with my wife Jennifer in August 2004. I immediately got involved with the Creative Arts Ministry under our former Creative Arts Pastor Drew Grounds. Now, in my time serving with the Central Family, I have served in multiple ministries, creative arts, small groups, middle school Ignite, high school fusion, Kid Depot, and missions, specifically Brazil. The Lord has blessed Jennifer and I to be able to attend several trips to Brazil representing Christ and Central. The Central Family means so much to me. I love that I don't have to just see people at church that I work in an industry where I can see people outside of Central and that our friendships are not just limited to being within the physical walls of Central. When I started attending Central over 20 years ago, I was looking for a church home in my new town. I first found community by being involved in choir and eventually my husband Jimmy and I started leading and hosting a small group in our home. Through the creative arts and group ministries, as well as others, we've formed relationships that have made it more fun to celebrate the good times and have made a few hard times so much easier. In the last eight years, I have had the privilege of developing relationships with our online family from all over the world. Being an active part of the Central Family has also given me an intentionality in my faith. I have a purpose. I have people who count on me to be there, and I depend on them. Church attendance is not optional. It's just something we do. I love being immersed in multiple services each weekend because the messages of the songs and sermons really get solidified in my mind and heart. I can't imagine doing life without my Central Family. 20 years. 20 years for the Bass family. Long That's time. crazy. I mean, you've been around about the same time? Uh, well, I don't... Yeah. But yeah. 2004. 2003, yeah. 2004. Yeah. I, w- I started coming... Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it would have been before that. What, how old were you in sixth grade? I don't even know. 12? I was here in the old building. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, probably around the same yeah. time. And I just... I, the, the, there we... Again, 
conference alert. We talked about people that are committed. I'm annoyed now. <laughs> but that's the thing. You don't see people that are committed. But no. the, but Jimmy and Jennifer Bass are committed. Yeah. They're committed to this church family. They bring so much excellence in what they do. Uh, they in bring so, so many areas, yeah. too. I mean, we, I mean, talk about missionary, talk about worship, talk about online. Um, I'm just so grateful to be a part of the church family with Jennifer and uh, Jimmy Bass. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy... There is not a area of this church I'm not sure Jimmy does no. not serve. Mm-mm. Yeah, may uh, I can't think. maybe administration. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. They're just again, you know, talking about real deal, but yeah. you know, money where their mouth is, putting yeah. like like not afraid to do whether it's in, on stage or whether yeah. it's behind the scenes that nobody will ever know. Yeah, you know, they are just two people that. Uh, embody what what that looks like. Well, Eric, I appreciate you sitting in. I know it was short and sweet, but uh, really the the deal we're doing this is we want to hear from those voices. So again, if you want to send your voice memo in, you'll see it on the description, but we're going to go for week number 81 of the Central Weekly next week. That's 82. Mm -hmm. And again, share your stories because we want to hear them because I think it inspires other people and encourages other people and we need to be people that are uh, just giving our testimony. So give give a shout out to that. Check out the Praise Podcast. Uh, next tomorrow and uh, just as what's your what's your phrase as always as always let's be people that in every day in every way bring the praise and then my transitions are usually uh we'll see you later (laughs) bye guys (laughs) thanks for listening thanks eric bye-bye